Hello, welcome back to It's Abundance, the podcast. I'm your host, Addison Jones. Guys, it's episode two. We made it. We're here. Thank you for choosing to listen today. And we are talking about something really fun. I really love this topic. And we're talking about the difference between religion and relationship. I think a lot of times we get those things confused, especially in a world where religion is very strict and we know that as Christians, we have a relationship with God, not just a religion. So today we are going to dive into that and I'm super excited. Yeah, thank you guys for choosing to listen today and to continue along this journey as I sit behind a microphone just talking and sharing the love of Jesus. Guys, thank you so much for the support and all the love that I'm receiving. Let's get into this topic of relationship versus religion. All right, so I just want to start with religion. Let's just talk about what religion is and what we see it is as a society because I think it's kind of been distorted throughout history. And kind of the way that I think of it is it's religion is the way that man thinks that we can gain God's approval. And that is very strict. Religion is a very... Um, it's defined as like a specific way of living. It's a rule following from a book and yeah, we've just kind of distorted it as a society. And now I want to, if you have your Bible right now, or if you have your phone and you want to turn to Matthew chapter seven, verse 21, it says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of the Father who is in heaven. He's saying that if you say, Lord, Lord, you you will not enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of the Father will. And the will of the Father is what he has for you. And that is full belief and full trust in him. And when we think of religion, it's a very... Like, oh, I must believe in him and I must do the good works of the Father. But that's not what he's saying. He's saying, no, you need to do the will, not the good works, the will. And the will is what he has planned for you. And this idea of religion is often perceived as a process to salvation. And we know that salvation, as Christians, we know that salvation comes with a person and not a process. And that is what relationship is. And that person that brings salvation, his name is Jesus. And that that is like the root of it. We could stop right here and it would just be Jesus. That is the relationship and versus religion. Religion is a process that we think is the way to heaven when really it is a person and it is a relationship with that person and that person is Jesus. Another point I have here is people in religion, they fear God. They fear the works that he is calling them to do because he is powerful. And we see that all throughout scripture, just the power that he has in his hands. So in religion, we fear God. Those people fear God, but people in a relationship fear being apart from God. 
Let me repeat that. People in religion fear God, but people in relationship fear being apart from God. People in relationship understand that there is so much to offer in that relationship and there's so much peace in that relationship and they fear not having that and not attaining that. That's what he wants for you. He wants that relationship with you and he wants you to fear being apart from him because he has so much for you and he's seeking you. He wants it for you. We become so afraid of religion and and the rules or the commands that he has given us. We put that under the category of religion and suddenly it becomes scary because we think that following him is the only way to heaven, is the only way to salvation, right? That process, that process of doing good works to attain eternal life. But really that's that's not true. We've settled for a dysfunctional relationship with him because we believe that. We have become so afraid of religion that we settle for a dysfunctional relationship with him. He wants a, he wants a perfect relationship, but he can't get that because we've sinned. The fall has caused us to not have a perfect relationship with him. But he is still seeking you, and he will continue to seek you. More than those strict routines and those commands that suddenly we've decided are how we get a perfect eternal life or afterlife, he says, no, you were made for more and you were made to walk confidently with your hand in my hand. Like right now, he's holding out his hand and he's saying, take my hand. Like let's walk together in a, in a relationship, no, not a perfect relationship, but a relationship, a trusting and everlasting relationship because that, that's what he wants. He's seeking you for that relationship. Now, if we go over to Luke 19 in the Bible, it's the story of Zacchaeus. And this one, this, okay, story time. I was serving at church one Sunday and my mom was actually like the leader for the preschool. And I was just kind of like an assistant, but the story time was Zacchaeus. And we had these little puppets and there was a tree and if you don't know the story of Zacchaeus, we'll get into it. But anyway, let's just dive into the scripture. So we're in Luke chapter 19 and Jesus has just entered Jericho um, and he was passing through and there was a man named Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus was a chief tax collector and was rich. And this wasn't, this wasn't something that was super great. Um, so he was a chief tax collector and uh, he was seeking to see who Jesus was. That's what it says in verse 3. But on account of the crowd, he could not. This was because the crowd didn't really like him and didn't approve of his tax collecting stuff. So he then ran up a sycamore tree to see him. For he was about to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to him, Take note of this, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, for I must stay at your house today. Zacchaeus then hurried down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, meaning the crowd, they all grumbled. He has gone in to be the guest of a man who is a sinner. The crowd said that. Now, when I heard this story in preschool, in the preschool class, I 
I just thought it was so good. It was so fun because when you're in like a kid setting, everything is kind of dumbed down, you know? And it was super easy to understand. And the the imagery through the puppets in the tree, it was so like, it was just so easy to understand. And it made me really think. And I was like, this needs to be an episode. <laughs> and I there's so many areas to touch on in this Um story and there's so much more to go with this but the main the main thing i feel like is super crazy to me is the the fact that the crowd was so like appalled by the fact that jesus was going to be in the house of a sinner and we've seen that so many times throughout scripture that jesus chooses the sinner and the crowd is like angry with him or confused he says, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down for I must stay in your house today. Zacchaeus is up in this tree right now and he is scared because he knows that he's done wrong. And he, and oh my word, in the beginning, and he says he was seeking to see who Jesus was. So this tax collector is already seeking him, but is afraid. And Jesus is like, come down. I already know you're up there. Just come down and I'm going to be in your house today. Super chill, super cool. But he chose Zacchaeus, who's a sinner, because he wants a relationship with him, guys. He wants a relationship so badly, and he was seeking him. If this story reveals anything to you, I hope it's that you can realize that there's no exception to who God will accept. Now, relationship, a loving relationship is talking and spending time and seeking deeper connection with Jesus. Which is, honestly, I believe what Zacchaeus wanted, but he was afraid. But Jesus, he was like, don't be afraid. I'm right here and I want it with you too, so let's do it. He died for a relationship, you guys. He came to seek and to save all those who are lost, which is all of us. And he wants to be associated with you like he wanted to be associated with Zacchaeus, whether you are a tax collector or whether you have forsaken God every day of your life, he still is seeking you and he still wants that relationship that he had with Zacchaeus. Here's a question that I have been thinking about for a while. So if Jesus was willing to step into the house of Zacchaeus, why wouldn't he be willing to step into pain with us? And I have an answer and the answer is he is willing. He is willing every single day of your life. He is willing to step into pain with you. And we are called to do the same. We are called to seek Jesus just like he is seeking us. And when we are both doing that on both ends, we can walk together with Jesus. That is so, such an awesome promise that we have. And it honestly just brings a huge smile to my face knowing that, like knowing that if I just seek him, he's already there waiting for me. You were made for more than this. You were made for more than a religion. You were made to be in a relationship with him. All right, I have a story. And we are going to talk about when I was 13 years old. I was 13 years old and I was knee deep in an eating disorder. I was slowly dying. All of my organs were failing. And I didn't really see a problem with it. Uh, everyone else around me saw a problem with it, but I didn't really understand what they were seeing. Needless to say, I said, I remember saying this, I was like, 
you know, if Jesus is real, which that was the first problem, if Jesus is real, is why isn't he doing anything? Why isn't he like allowing my parents to see that this is okay? Or um, why isn't he like fixing me? And why isn't he with me? Why isn't he talking to me? Right here in in these words that I'm saying in this story that I'm telling is the true definition of living in religion. Because religion to me was going to church on Sunday and going to church on Wednesday nights because that's what you're supposed to do. And you're supposed to hear somebody preach about him and you're supposed to pray at dinner and you're supposed to pray before bed. But there was no listening. There was no listening on that Monday and that Tuesday and that Thursday and that Friday. Guys, that's religion. I was living in religion. And at the point that I saw relationship was not very long ago. I have a relationship now with God because there was nothing that I could do if I wanted to survive. If I wanted to live and actually breathe with my lungs, I had to surrender everything. I had to surrender my eating disorder and I had to surrender all of the earthly pride that was on my heart because I needed a relationship because the living in that religion was only causing complete and total death. And But my sin, the thing that I want you to take away from this story is my sin and that eating disorder that was capturing every bit of my life, it wasn't keeping me from Jesus seeking me. I was nowhere near the point of seeking him. He was the one seeking me, but there was no barrier. There was no amount of mental distortion and eating habits that was going to keep me from him. He knew that from the start. And then a year and a half later, everything flipped. And it was because I I laid everything down. I said, you know what? I can't live like this anymore. I can't live in religion anymore. There's something more out there for me. And that something more was a relationship. And now I hope that you may have that today, that you may have that flip like, oh, religion. There is something so much greater than a little bit of church on Sunday and church on Wednesday. There's something so deeper and such a deep connection that he has waiting for you. It's freedom. It's peace. It is a grounded and rooted relationship that you walk on with your hand in his hand. And guys, that is faith. And that is faith in a relationship. And faith is not knowing what the future holds, but it's about trusting that he will be with you in it and trusting that he has a plan for you and that his will will be done because he's been seeking you from the beginning. Whether you have been seeking him, he has been seeking you. Somebody told me this a while back. I can't remember who it was or when it was, but I remember it stuck with me. So it was important. And it says, Jesus wants to be with you in the mess. And when you are ashamed of that mess, He is sad because he really likes you. This is so, this is cute. I think it's cute. He really likes you guys and he really wants you and he wants to seek you out and he is seeking you out. So when you, when you are ashamed of your sin and your past, 
he gets really, really bummed because he really likes you and he still wants a relationship with you and he doesn't want you to be stuck in that sin anymore. And I love this because I think it kind of puts his words into um, another translation for us as um, as sinners. I think a lot of times it's really hard. The scripture is, is deep. And when somebody says this and kind of puts it in our own language, it's really it really just kind of resonates with you and it can really sit on my heart and I can understand it. And so I hope that you can take a little bit of that and reflect it on your own life. And I, yeah, I pray this week that you would cast out all religion and there would be no question of whether or not God is seeking you. And at any point in your life, whether you have forsaken him on the daily that you understand that he is still wanting you and he has not forgotten about you. Just like Zacchaeus, I hope that you understand today after listening to this episode that you have been called down from that sycamore tree and he wants to join you in your house today. The Lord wants to join you today. He wants to be in your house and in your heart and he wants to move you and he wants to have a relationship with you. Guys, I hope that you understand that God is very intentional and he he wants you to have salvation from a person, not a process. That person is Jesus and he is choosing you today, whether you are choosing him, he is holding his hand out. Now today and this week, I hope that you go and you step out of your comfort zone and you place your hand in the area that God can hold it. Challenge yourself this week and Practice relationship rather than religion. There is so much joy and so much love in that relationship. And I hope that you understand the abundance of love. Don't kill me. The abundance of love that he has for you today and this week. Thank you guys for listening and tuning in to episode two. I am just praying this week for your heart and for your mind. And that you would open it up and you'd see a little bit of light from Christ this week. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for supporting me in this It's Abundance the Podcast journey. I encourage you to share this episode with somebody that might need to hear it and might need to hear the difference between religion and relationship. You can also go ahead over to It's Abundance the Podcast on Instagram and leave me suggestions for episode ideas talk to me, comment, anything, reach out. I would love to hear from you and I would love to hear your take on religion and relationship. Thank you guys for tuning in today. I love you so much and I am so excited to continue these episodes. I love you guys so much. Thank you again for choosing to spread the abundant love of Christ with me today.